extraterrestrials will likely go one of three ways. Either they'll ignore us for being too primitive, or they'll destroy us for our resources, or they'll be good-hearted aliens who just want to share their love and special powers with us. It was the third type of encounter that charmed audiences and critics alike when Ron Howard's Cocoon premiered on this day in 1985. I'm Jessica Lynn Verdi, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for June 21st. In the late 1970s, writer David Saperstein was visiting his in-laws at a Florida retirement home when an idea struck him. He wanted to write a story about retirees who had found themselves at a cocooning stage of their lives, living with a foot in the past and a foot in the present, but without a real sense of purpose or fun. The story would introduce a group of friendly aliens, the Antarians, who were a metaphoric device to help his characters through their own metamorphosis from this stage to what was next. Like most writers with an interesting idea, he pitched it over and over again, only to have studios reject him because the plot centered around old people, and who would want to see a movie about that? One studio took a chance, though, and latching onto the idea they had the perfect director lined up, an ambitious up-and-comer named Robert Zemeckis. He was just about finished with the Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner vehicle romancing the stone when Cocoon fell in his lap. With a $15 million budget and a high concept, Zemeckis got to work for about a year on what would be a sci-fi feature with enough heart to delight audiences of all ages. Then, Fox executives saw Romancing the Stone, and they panicked. Who was this Zemeckis guy anyway with his two previous comedies that didn't turn a profit? Romancing the Stone was sure to be more of the same. They feared the worst and fired Zemeckis from Cocoon. And with that, his career was sure to be over. It was time to call in the big guns, and Fox knew exactly who to get to save the sinking film. Ron Howard. We'll hear how that turned out after the break. Ron Howard had directed a few successful comedies already, notably Night Shift and Splash, which surely made the accountants a lot happier than they were with Zemeckis. What Howard delivered became an instant classic. Audiences and critics loved the heartfelt story that blended family drama with a fantastical sci-fi storyline. The most powerful tool in Howard's arsenal, though, was his cast. Cocoon featured a lineup of well-known Hollywood icons along rising stars. Raquel Welch's daughter, Tawny Welch, played an alien who catches the eye of fishing boat captain and all-around good guy Steve Gutenberg. The retirees were all big names from the golden age of movies. Hume Cronin, Anne Jessica Tandy, Gwen Verdon, Jack Guilford, the ever-debonair Don Amici, and rounding them out, a spry 49 years young Wilford Brumley. Yes, he had to have old age makeup to catch him up to the rest of the cast who were averaging 20 years his senior. Those anxious executives must have felt greatly relieved when Cocoon raked in over $85 million in box office revenue. Not bad for their little $17 million budget. And the movie found an even longer life in home video and cable replays. A sequel called Cocoon The Return came out in 1988 and featured most of the original cast. While it didn't get quite the raves or the profits of the original, that hasn't deterred writer Saperstein, who has recently said he's exploring the next step for his beloved story. 
maybe a streaming series, maybe a new movie, maybe even a musical. Oh, and it's worth mentioning what happened to poor Robert Zemeckis. Long story short, the Fox executives were dead wrong, and Romancing the Stone was one of the biggest hits of 1984. That meant Zemeckis had the clout to make his dream project, a little time travel picture called Back to the Future. Wisely, he took that movie to a different studio, but that is a story for another time. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for June 21st. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Executive producer, Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.